All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, my lover. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, boo-boo babies. Another week. Another week. You know what the fuck going on. Yes. How's it going? What's good? It's going good. How's your weekend? My weekend was um busy as fuck. Okay, what happened? So, well, I was working this weekend. Um Friday. What did I do on Friday? Nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. Remember you remember we were like it doesn't feel like Friday? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Friday I Came didn't home. do Friday didn't I didn't do anything. Saturday morning I had to be up at five o'clock AM to go um downtown for flowers. Put flower arrangements together. Then I came home, chilled. Oh, actually I had to run some errands. Then I came home, chilled. Sunday I had to get up early, set up for an event, then I came home and chilled there it is how was your weekend uh i can't really remember friday i'm just oh, in a little bit on friday nothing happened on saturday i went to work and came home on sunday 
I didn't do shit either. I ran some errands, skated, and then came home. It was kind of chill. Chill weekend. Nice, relaxing. But this weekend, baby, but it's this not weekend we're be. hitting the streets. Period. We'll be road tripping to Sedona. First of all, what? We have over one million. Over. We ain't just get here, baby. <laughs> we have over one million downloads. Yay! And that is to be celebrated. Period. Okay. We've been doing this podcast for going on four years. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're doing our thing. Our thing. It ain't been no crystal stairs. It has not. But we're here. It's not. But we've been here. We've been consistently showing up. And showing the fuck out. Like the first year, what? Did we not? When did we start showing up consistently? The second year? The second year. The middle of the year after Coachella. So it was like a year and a half had went by where we were kind of just casually doing Coasting. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So really, um, so for the past two and a half, our years, pussy game has been stepped up in the last two and a half years. We've been consistent, mm-hmm. consistently showing the fuck up. So. Yeah, it's nice to have. Ha- nice to have you here. Yeah, I was a little. I was getting a little emotional. Okay, <laughs> what were you feeling? Actually, say that. Say that. Okay, yeah. Because we're gonna have a, a pretty in depth conversation over on Patreon. Period. Yeah. So get on over there. So what's up? New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. What's up? So last week, Cardi. Was it last week? Maybe the week before that? Last week. Cardi filed for divorce from Offset. Offset. Ooh. She filed in papers. He signed in papers. Um. So we know. So Cardi and Offset have been married for three years now. Their marriage was kind of random. I don't think it was random. Well, that's what they said. The marriage? The marriage wasn't random, but they he did just wake to up her and, and in a room and they just woke up and went to the courthouse. Come on. That's random. <laughs> How It don't get no more random than that. Okay. So they've had their ups and they've had their downs. Mm-hmm. Their up was culture. Right. The downs have been. The up was motorsport. Was Didn't that it? when they first started? When they they first were really got on married? top when they did the honeymoon, motorsport. Honeymoon mm-hmm. period. Yeah. They were in the um, NRE and then uh, the infidelity came. Which anytime a nigga is cheating on you, just get out. The embarrassment so of the cheating. So what is your thing? Is it like a one and done or, okay, if it's your husband. And he oh, cheats God. On, you come d- on. D- come on. Because uh. we're doing husband. Boyfriend's different. This is your husband, right? He cheats on you. Is it an automatic for divorce? We're done here or do you try to work it out? There, there might be some therapy. Did he cheat on her when he was her boyfriend, though? Because I feel like there was... They were married. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the relationship wasn't that long. It was a year. Okay. A year in and they got married. If the, if he did cheat on her while he was her boyfriend, we didn't know. It wasn't public knowledge, but... She should have got out if that was the case. Okay, but she, while she was in married... What? While she was in, I, can, I mean, I've never been married. I'm not a wife. But, but I can see her like wanting to fight for the marriage and being like, okay, maybe it was a temptation. I'm just fighting temptation. All control. But (laughs) (laughs) I can see her trying to work through it. Now, me personally, I would probably be like, take the Beyonce route, you know. Work it out. Work it out one time, but you might lose your wife. That energy coming back around. But Jay-Z didn't lose his wife, ultimately. She said, you try that shit again. Okay, so work it out once, and if you try it again, you lose your wife. You lose your wife. Okay. We'd be in therapy. There'd definitely be some therapy to be had. Therapy for, bl- therapy for, for black married, couples. For black married women. Because um, damn, how you just going to, you know, I would really be going in on this man. I would be like, how are you going to ruin the thing that God gave you? 
that you got from the Lord. I would and be the dragging pub- his The thing is, it's the public ass. humiliation, the constant of course. public humiliation. He went on that apology tour, came out and rolling loud, begging with all the whole grand gestures. The flowers. Just, okay, well, she said that... Uh, he didn't cheat this time. If I'll yeah, say, she, said you know, he's sloppy. You know, said is sloppy when he be Ew, cheating. Not set. That's what she calls him. Ew. Set. She was like, you know, set be sloppy when he be cheating. The so, nickname, you know, the nickname Iana. <laughs> so you know that if he was cheating, then the Everybody blogs would have known. Blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. So she said she just wants to be free. And she also said, and don't nobody got a baby on the way. Stop that. Because you know, a, people were saying, oh, that people he were saying that this is why that he, that he has another baby on the way. And she was like, why does it have to be like he has to cheat on me again and for him to have a baby on the way for me to decide to leave? She was like, y'all want him, y'all want me to be getting cheated on and be done that bad? Like, y'all want me to be getting basically done dirty that bad where you're going to just create this story that a baby's on the way? And she was like, no, I'm leaving before that. So she's just done with the relationship. She says she's tired of arguing and tired of going back and forth and tired of it being a mess, mess. It seems like it's messy. It's just not working out anymore. She said, I got a household with this man. I got bills with this they man. Have, they had just recently bought a house last year in Atlanta. I know. That big, 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 big ass yeah. house. Yeah. So. Ooh, God. The ghetto love. Yeah. It's kind of ghetto. She wants full custody of culture. Full? Well, it said custody. Okay. I take that as full. If you want custody. I think she wants primary custody and he has visitation. Like, you know, culture will go with him. I mean, I'm sure. Shit, he, this, that seems to be his, his flow. You he know. don't got custody of none of the other kids. Right. I couldn't expect him to have custody of culture. I'm, me and my baby going to be all right. And then. Okay. So then the next day or maybe the same day, Offset posted a picture staring into space. I'm out. Grind on stuff. No, no. He posted um, right before that when he said, man, I miss my grandma. And then somebody what? said. <laughs> Somebody said, just like a nigga. Like what? Some, now you want to miss people. Like, man, you miss your grandma. That's what he said. He was staring into space with a stupid ass look talking about. Has he posted anything else? And then he said, grind don't stop. Absolutely not. The subtle, the subtle shade and the sub The grind don't stop. Like, don't be insensitive, bitch. The grind don't stop is sick. He said grind don't stop. But it was the man I missed my grandma that just had me like offset set log off so the set i don't want to call him set but cardi is gonna be okay oh yeah she's been she's the gonna thing come back that strong. killed me though was how the internet first of all why do we find so much humor people were finding so much humor in the fact that the marriage was ended and it's like we know they're celebrities we know they've been through some shit but that's not fucking funny and people were like i guess that wop couldn't keep them um, you talking about you couldn't cook, you could you don't cook, you don't clean, but you still got that ring and now look at you. All you all she used to do was sit up and talk about offset and how she loved him and how she loved to suck on that dick. But <laughs> and like, you know, you know how Cardi used to be flaunting, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, That's why y'all y'all don't need to be flaunting y'all relationships because when they end you look stupid. I mean it happened though. At one point they were happy and at one point they were in love and they've been married for three years. I mean, is she not supposed to bask in the glory of her marriage? marriage exactly at the height of like okay it's going well shit god internet yeah and they were like yeah so all that wop that leave wop. the wop out of it the okay? wop wasn't good enough the and wop. it's like what when y'all learn that wop is not enough to keep, to keep, a, keep man. a man you know what and speaking of wop <laughs> 
on the, on the, if that on the was subject the case, of WAP. A lot of men would be kept. So I, I, I and was, maybe he couldn't keep her because yeah, she's the one who filed. She's the one who filed for divorce. You know, Ari Fletcher had actually they had posted. This is just something that I seen. And speaking on the, the subject of WAP in regards to WAP, so Ari had posted some tweets and was like. Um, I want my man to call me a dirty fucking slut after every time we fuck. Like basically that she just like so nasty for him okay. and like whatever, <laughs> you know? Um, and she's like, <laughs> what? It was a gargle for me, <laughs> you know, doing nasty shit with him and for him, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if you know it or not, but like if you doing freaky ass shit or not, like that's not going to keep him. The freaky and nasty. You know how people be like, I be doing da 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 da. Yeah, say, he ain't say, got. He won't have no desire to go nowhere like, else. If he he might be cheating with a stale bitch, and it ain't gonna matter. Like somebody who's just laying there like a wet fish, <laughs> and just chilling the starfish vibe, and yeah. you over there turning tricks and flips and and doing all this sick shit, or not even sick, doing all this shit that you think yeah is gonna keep him. And I'm like, girl, that don't be keeping these men. You could be freaky as hell, opening up your booty hole, standing okay, upside down. Germany, you're sick. I'm just saying, the standing spread, up, spreading, standing up. upside down, turning tricks and flips, and doing the most, putting ice in your mouth, using a grapefruit. It's still, yeah, you know, I've grabbed a couple of the cubes. And the thing, <laughs> the thing is, if the nigga wants to cheat, he's he gonna will cheat. cheat. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's my just point. It. That's just that. It that's don't matter. That. And that's why. It don't matter what you do or don't do. That's why women have to take the burden off of themselves. Like if Period. a man cheats, you can't be like beating yourself up. Oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And that's why also you need to only do what you want to do because you want to do it. Because I've seen people do threesomes against their will. And girl. They've done all these things that they didn't want to do. Now, if that's your thing and if you want to do it, you know. Do, do it. it. But if you're just doing it in hopes of that, th in hopes that this will help you secure the man, make and him appease stay, him, then you might want to reconsider, reevaluate. Yeah. But yeah, I thought about that. I'm like, stop bringing the WAP into it. Just be two people who are engaged with one another. The WAP is separate. That is a bonus. Yeah. That's an added added package. Okay, <laughs> the upgraded a sweet feature. treat. Period. Sweet treat. Yes. Well, yeah, so, you know, that happened. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't hella surprised, but it happened. and I wasn't surprised either, but hey. Hopefully. Prayers. Prayers for everybody involved. So somebody said. Set. Somebody said with um, Cardi single, Young Miami single. What does that mean? That next summer is really going to be the official hot girl summer. Well, I'm like, that's be, a whole year from now. They might be now. in relationships by then. Right. Yeah. Look at Super. Super. Super sent. <laughs> Super, super is not playing with her baby daddy, okay? Right. Like, damn. I can, And I don't need those girls to make it a hot girl summer. No, you can make it whatever you want it Just to put be. the music out, y'all. Yeah. Hot or not. Right. I don't give a damn what your relationship status is. Drop the music. Drop the music and we'll make it what we want it to make Period, it. What okay. we want to make it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, there, there wasn't really no other tea this week, I don't think. Yeah. No, no tea. So, moving right along. What's up? Shut the up. ratings and the reviews What's up? are very important. Mm -hmm. I know we sound like a broken record saying this every week, but it should be your favorite song because it's ours. <laughs> if you have been listening to this podcast and you're enjoying the content, we would really appreciate it if you take two seconds out of your day, pause the show, 
head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. They help us tremendously. They will help us get to 2 million downloads, 10 million downloads, 20 million downloads. We need your help. And you know five-star chicks deserve five-star reviews. Yes. So don't come in here with nothing less. Five. Period. And save all your drama for your mama. And we see people have been checking in. Mm Mm-hmm. People have been saying they've been listening for a long time and they're just now coming over. There's no judgment. There's room for all of that. We don't charge a late fee. Mm-mm. But. Submit your payment. Just submit it. What's period. Up? So let's read our review of the week. Um, I'm just going to do a wild card because I actually didn't take. Oh, okay. I actually don't know. Let's get it. Um, here we go. <laughs> hey, girls. Hey. I have no idea what my username is on here, but my name is She She. And I'm 25 from New York. I feel like I found this podcast at the perfect time in my life. Coronavirus got us in here face to face with our demons. And this podcast has really helped me navigate my way through. As a black woman, listening to you ladies talk about wellness and spirituality through a black lens is so refreshing. The topics and examples you both share help me learn how to dive deep within myself and apply what I've learned to real life situations. I'm glad I don't have to feel personally attacked anymore for listening and not leaving a review. (laughs) Good, good job, sis. I hope my payment's been processed. Thanks, ladies. You're amazing. Just processed it. We it's got processed. it. processed. Your receipt. This is your receipt. Thank you for stopping by. This is your receipt. Like we said, we're accepting late payments. There will be no fee. Submit it, and then you can stay. We will be coming through doing a sweep and kicking you motherfuckers out <laughs> that have not taken the time to leave your rating and your review okay yeah Thank stop you. stop stop um freeloading yeah, yeah freeloading off us don't be like that don't be like that um so next in addition to your rating and review which is free you yes. this is this, this is the thing you got one or two options if you're around here two you either gonna take the free route which is the rating and review yes or you're gonna take the paid route okay and that's joining us over on patreon that's premium but you cannot do neither you gotta do one or the other or you yes. can do both if you do both, you're an exclusive mommy. With an F. So. With an F. You, yeah, both. Oh, I'm like exclusive. I'm look like exclusive. No. Exclusive. <laughs> I want you exclusive. Remember that the day 26? Yeah. I want you, girl. So basically, you can join us over on Patreon. Patreon is a platform that us creatives are using to garner support from our communities. Mm-hmm. This is a paid journey, beloved. It's it paid. Is. And in exchange for your coin, we give you extra bonus content every month. Yes, so there's do. playlists, there's extra episodes, there's journal prompts, we have a book club, all type of goodies in there. And we're also planning content. So when it's planned, you know it's coming through. Videos are coming. Videos are coming. So hold on to your titties and get ready to show our appreciation for our patrons who joined us this week. Week, we want to shout our homegirls out. So we have Brooklyn. What's up, Brooklyn? What it do? Remember that song? No. Hello, Brooklyn. How you doing? Oh, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we have Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Welcome to the party. Two patrons this week. On the gang. Thank y'all so much. Welcome. We appreciate you. You keep the lights on. So. You do. <laughs> last week's episode, right? Was yep. episode 158. Wow. I know friendship goes part three the essentials of being a better friend so the affirmation that we shared was I am myself with my friends I listen to them carefully and am mindful of their needs so um basically in part three of our friendship goal 
We discussed the 13 essential traits of being a good friend, and we also offered a few practical ways to start being a better homegirl. So when we assess the qualities of our friendship, it's likely that we first look at what our friend is or isn't doing to make us feel content within the relationship. We have to remember that relationships are reciprocal. Okay. And although it's natural to consider what someone else brings to the table, we should first start with an analysis of ourselves and our own friendship characteristics if we want to objectively determine the quality of the relationship. So if what we're seeking is better friendships, then we have to first be a better friend because like attracts like. So if you haven't had a chance, make sure you listen to that episode. It's very enlightening, very insightful. And as a result, we've been getting so much feedback about what it takes to be a good friend that this series is really turning on light bulbs for people. Mm -hmm. So we're going to actually address a few of these responses. Yes. So like Germany said, Mm -hmm. the friend girl series has had the girlfriend gags coming in, honey. You girls have a lot of questions about the state of your friendships and keep them coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Coronavirus. That we was have, in my head. We have one more planned episode for the Friend Goal series. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not too late for you to send in your tea. It's not too late tea. for you to send in your tea, your questions, your concerns, and we will we will address them here on the show. So we got an email from one of our girlfriends, and she says, I would love for you to tap in and give me advice on this. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to do. Tap in and give advice. We've been summoned. My best friend of seven years now recently moved closer to where I where I live. We'll call her Bree. She has plenty of girlfriends out here as well. She has plenty of girlfriends out here as well. One specific homegirl, we'll call her Anna. Anna and Bree have become inseparable since she moved. I'm not a selfish friend, so of course I felt like I too could friend it could befriend Anna, which I think I made the mistake of not keeping her at an associate level. Mm. Several red flags were coming up when hanging out with Anna. She would constantly be jealous of Brie if she was to get too much attention from men when we would go out. She would aggressively try to take the spotlight from Brie or would hit on the guy who was pursuing Brie. Sick. Mind you, these are 28-year-old ladies. I just turned 25. Okay. So our homegirl's mature. She's basically saying, these broads, 28. Right. Acting like acting real childish. Right, right, right. She's 25 and she's peeping game. Mm-hmm. So anyway, our homegirl says, I felt like, but I felt like that was not my place to say anything due to the fact that I don't hang out with Anna that often. She was always really nice to me when we did go out. It almost felt like they were frenemies. Mm. Previously, when Anna has gotten drunk, she has talked badly or against Brie. I told Brie because real homegirls don't move that way. Mm. Bree passively aggressively says something about it in prayer. Prayer. <laughs> but that's as far as that went. Passive Can you aggressive. imagine that? No. Lord, and please protect me from my enemies that be in my circle talking that Period. motherfucking shit. <laughs> These Amen. bitches, Jesus, deliver. <laughs> Ooh, Long story short, I'm the mom of the group. Okay. But this specific Saturday, we decided to go all out. My son was with his dad for the weekend. It was celebrated by my friend Bree because she knows I don't get to go out much. Now that night after plenty of drinks now that night after plenty of drinks were had, we sat in a car and smoked before going to the next place. Mm. I remember being pretty lit and talking about a situation that I was going through with my father. Anna decides to tell me to just shut up. Okay, and now at that point I would be dragging her. She said I've us. never sobered up so quickly. Period. I told her to watch her mouth because I have always been respectful towards her. Okay, nice way to go. Even about when it. she is being negative. I'm an adult and I understand I do not have to deal with this. So I got out of the car and ordered an Uber to my car. 
I like this girl. But what really hurt me was the fact that my best friend did not say anything. Mm. She actually got upset with me because she felt that it wasn't that big of a deal. But not just upset like in my face, but not just upset, like in my face yelling at me to get in the car. Ooh. Quote, it was just a choice of words. It's part of being in a sisterhood. That's, this don't feel like I left that night extremely upset because in the seven years of friendship, we have never, ever gotten into a fight. Now I'm conflicted on whether to try to make amends with Brie or just let it go, regardless of how much the friendship means to me. I feel like her not saying anything speaks volumes. Help a homegirl out. Okay, so I definitely don't think you need to dissolve the friendship with Brie if this is either. your bestie after seven years. I think that um, you should pull her to the side or have a have a nice little um, shindig, some sort of like lunch or brunch, something where you guys are in good spirits and just let her know how hurt you are. Definitely something in person, not over the phone and letting her know that things things are a little different when you're with when all three of you are together. Mm -hmm. So um, you didn't like the way it felt. Just, I would just be honest. Like, I didn't like the way I felt when you didn't not even if you didn't stick up for me, but to make me feel like I'm the bad guy. Chun Lee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would have to talk to her and tell her like I don't want us to not be friends. Like I value the friendship that we have. We've never fought. This is a new space. Right. You know, this is uncomfortable. Now we're dealing with this Anna. energy. Yeah, Anna, and it's it's bringing out some negative feelings. Yeah, I agree. I would be first of all, Anna wouldn't see me again. As for Anna, yeah, that bitch is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bree is my friend, and I befriended you through Bree. Period. Trying to be nice so we can all be gang gang because obviously Anna and Bree have formed a close friendship, which mm -hmm. is cool. Mm -hmm. But Anna's disrespectful because don't just tell me to shut up. The delivery it and was Anna's delivery. It was Anna's choice of words. And I would be like, bitch, you don't know me like oh it would have <laughs> turned ugly. I would have been like, bitch, you don't know me like that. <laughs> and I don't think that um our homegirl should not be friends with Bree because Brie may have may have addressed Anna separately. You yeah. know, it can be kind of conflicting if you're in the middle. Like you don't want to just yeah boss up and be like, "Bitch, actually." Oh my! Like God. you know, it could be too much. So I would have like I would have talked to Anna on the side. Like Anna, that wasn't cool. Like you right, know, right, right. You shouldn't have came to her like that. And honestly, if it was me after speaking with Anna, I would have been like, and I'd like it if you call my best friend and, and issue an apology. Yeah. That's the only way this thing will be smoothed out. And I don't need there to be tension because if a birthday party comes or a life, you know, a monument, a milestone, a milestone comes and you guys can't gather under the same roof is going to be tea. Yeah. Hell no. Have you ever been in a situation where like one of your <sighs> friends was close with someone and you weren't feeling them? Hey, Bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and... Also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability 
to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story, but now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the Black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling, but with them presenting Black stories, Black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. 
whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. That's usually me. I usually be the close with some friend. And your friend's not feeling your friend you're close yeah. with? Yeah. Yeah. That's usually me. It's never gone ugly. But I will say, and I think I've told this story before. What? When I went to Vegas. That oh, when the, when the girl, they wanted to go out mm-hmm. or something. I feel like I told this before. Yeah. But I'll circle back because <laughs> I'm sure there are some new listeners. I had a friend who I was like, I wouldn't say we were besties, but we were we were relatively close in the season that we were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, And we were going on a girl's trip to Vegas. And I had met one of her friends through her. And everybody was cool. And we would hang out and do like little young ratchet shit together, right? We were young. So this particular weekend, we were like, we're going to Vegas, uh, whatever, cool, right? Again, the only person that I was in relationship with, for the most part, was my friend. Right. And she brought four, three or four of her other friends. And everybody was chill. So, again, I'm just getting to know these bitches. Yeah. And, and you know, you can't travel with everybody. And no, this, that's what you cannot do. This is when I first learned this. Even going four hours away from home with some bitches. I, I, I was mean, like, a travel is a travel. You God, can be in the same city. If you're goodness gracious. You're traveling. I was like, okay, this ain't hitting. So, long story short, we get to Vegas. Right? Oh, I know. The Vegas energy is already sick. I should have known that this wasn't going right. There's just so many options. And, like, the odds of people being on the same page are, like, damn near slim, slim to, to none. Slim to none. You got to be in a very small, quaint core group who knows what the fuck going on. For ahead it to of be. time. Yeah. And the shit damn near got to be planned. That's like, what I'm saying. Ahead of time. We like, gotta we're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to go to Maestro's. Yeah. It has to be planned. Yeah. So, I already knew something was, like, it was hitting different because we left and got to Vegas relatively early, right? We were all supposed to be leaving at the same time to get there at the same time. And, you know, with Vegas or maybe most hotels, whoever uses their car to check in has has to to be be present Mm -hmm. when you're checking in. So it was like three o'clock time for check in. And they were like, yeah, sorry, the person who 
who paid for the room needs to be here and she didn't leave home until like four or five on a friday to get to vegas and y'all were there at three Brittany, yes and it was traffic in la on a regular day not during a pandemic trying to get to vegas on the goddamn 15 you know that's brutal it took them like there at eight nine ten eleven oh it took like literally like five six seven hours to get there it takes four it took like seven hours to get to vegas they didn't get there till 11 luckily i just switched the room over to my name and used my card because Mm. i'm a boss bitch (laughs) i was like don't worry we're converting this over so that went over smoothly right we're we're here on the trip one of the nights come it's time to go out for the evening Mm -hmm. everybody's getting it's like like i said five girls and you know that he's different especially with women who wear makeup and do all of this wait you guys were all in the same room we were all in the same room that's another thing another mistake we were in like a suite right Mm -hmm. so it was like space but Everybody was using one bathroom, one bathroom to yeah. get ready. So at this time, the only thing the girl was wearing was blush and a little scara. Okay. Who's the girl? You? This girl. Okay. And I had a really basic outfit, skirt, <laughs> tank top, and a heel. I wasn't really slaying the girls, right? Uh-huh. And my hair was in pink curls, really simple. So I'm getting ready. And it takes me all of one hour, literally, if that, to like shower, put on my blush, everything. Do you know we started getting ready at eight to leave at like 10 10 11 they weren't ready to go until 1 a.m it was like Brittany. i swear to god it took them like four or five hours Germany, four, you are a motherfucker. maybe four hours i think we started to get ready at seven and they weren't Were ready the weaves being installed in this hotel room? shit damn near actually we started getting ready at seven i think the plan was to leave at like nine and they weren't ready until 11 so once i started getting ready at 7 30 because i know my time frame i was sitting on the bed with my shoes off and my clothes on and my blush pink perkily perky looking cute ready to go and bitch they did not get ready for like three four hours so at that point were y'all dancing turning up having the twerk contest like what exactly was taking so long they were just it was like so many people having to like get take a shower get out the shower do their makeup it was so much and i was like this is unfucking real i'm like are y'all turning into new people cloning y'all selves what the fuck is going on in there so at the end of the day i said hey ladies i'm actually gonna sit it out (laughs) I had lost all zeal in me to get up and go to the club. Yeah. I said, I'm going to sit it out. You ladies go ahead and go on without me. I'm taking my clothes off at this point. The bitch going to say. The, uh, the friend of your friend. The friend of my friend going to say, well, if you're not going, you're going to drive us there. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. And I said, no, the I'm fuck I'm not. I said, no, the fuck I'm not. I said, if I'm not going, I'm not going. Bitch, I'm not your chauffeur. Right. And it's at that moment, if she would have started up with me, if she would have said one more word. And who tells you what you're going to do? Would you could have been like, well, if you're not going, do you mind you? driving us? Will you mind? Exactly. And I said. It would have been no, but. It would have been no all day. Yeah. All, <laughs> day all damn day, baby. I said, I'm not taking nobody no fucking where. Mm. Sorry, y'all. Pardon me. I said, I actually am not. And I was ready to beat her ass in that hotel room. I'm like, girl, you're going to get dragged ready in this suite. Ready to go, go, for, go to Ready, war. okay. And it's at that time I said, I don't fuck with her no more. And I didn't tell my friend that because, again, it, we weren't that close. But I had already made up in my mind, if she's going somewhere, I won't be there. Yeah. Because the bitch disrespected me. Yeah. And I was ready to fuck her up. <laughs> but I'm a lady and God has reformed me. <laughs> he has. I don't really go there with people like that. But I, I back then I would have fucked her up. So that's what happened, and I just said, Mm-mm-mm-mm. but she wasn't my bestie. And in this case, yeah. has this ever happened to you? Yeah, but it was like kind of more surface childish. Yeah, like it was just my friend just had a friend that 
we didn't get along and we were always bickering. I'm like, this bitch is irritating. Like, you always want to argue with me. But then you just kind of decide, like, I'm just not coming around. Yeah, I just can't hang out with you. Yeah, but the friendship itself wasn't severed. Like, that, the friendship ended after some time just because she was toxic. Just because it wasn't a good fit. It wasn't a good fit. But at that point, I'm like, oh, this hoe, I was going to fuck her. Yeah, but if it's my friend of seven years, I'm not letting my intimate go. (laughs) That girl needs to go. And I understand, like, the feelings are valid, like, Feeling like, damn, you don't have my back. I'm in an Uber. I'm about to dip out. And that would hurt me. Yeah. That I would probably be in tears in the back of that Uber looking like a fucking rom-com. Fuming. <laughs> fuming. And I honestly would have went home and been like, call me tomorrow. We need to talk. Fuming. I would have been fuming. I would have been devastated. I would have been like, wow, BB. <laughs> <laughs> you let me get in the Uber? By myself. You didn't chase after me. <laughs> Because you know, we'll be like, you are not getting the Uber by yourself. You didn't come here by yourself. You're, You're not, not leaving, leaving by, by yourself. yourself. And, bitch, you've been drinking. Yeah. We've been turning up. I would have been like, no, no, no. This is what we'll do. Get in the back of the car. The night is over. Yeah. At that point, nobody's going anywhere. I'm taking you home and I'm taking you home. And we will reconvene tomorrow. Right. Hell no. Yeah. So, honestly, when you sit down with your friend, homegirl, you need to tell her exactly how you feel and get it all out on the table. Don't have any resentment because if she's hanging out with Anna... And you're feeling sick and sad. So sick of love songs. The Nia. It's going to be sad. Yeah. Mm-mm. So. So, yeah. That's my little tea on that. Talk yeah, to her. Yeah, good luck. Don't let your intimate go, like Brittany yeah, said. Yeah, don't let your best friend go. They're hard to come by. Oh, <sighs> very. And this wasn't something where she needs to be written off. We would tell you. This wasn't earth shattering like um, like our other homegirl whose best friend's boyfriend stole, stole money. the money. Bitch, at that point, you have a terrible character. I can't trust you. Terrible. And then, and the thing is, I would be honest with her about um, how Anna's always, because she said, like, she tries to talk Ooh. to the guys that oh, yeah, your call observations. her at her. The Maya energy. The Maya? From Girlfriends. Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony. We yeah, recently Tony. started watching Girlfriends. Tony. <laughs> Tony, yeah. Mm-mm. Tony's nasty. Yeah. I'm not a Tony. Okay. So we got another message. Here we go. This one's pretty lengthy. Also, hold on to your titties and your clitties. Hold on to both of them. Titty yeah. and clitty. Okay, so it says, hey, beauties, I really need some advice or affirmation. She said, affirm me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me an affirmation. <sighs> Imagine if we would have been like, I am stronger than this shit. Sending that to <laughs> Here's your affirmation. So she says, when I mean I love this podcast, I, it really gives me life. Since the focus have been, I have to read it with a few edits. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Since the focus has been on friendship, I really need help knowing how to balance friendship and or keep friendships. After listening to this podcast, not just the segment about friendship, it really gives me a chance to look deep to the things that are going on in my life. That's our goal. We, we want you to look deep. The reflection. Yeah. So far, it has been seven years that I've been married and been with my man for eight years. And I have... To say that the two people that um, I call my intimates are my cousin and my husband. Me and my cousin went through some family family issues that led to us not talking for seven years. We reconnected again about a couple months ago and she would stay at my house for some weekends at a time. But I started to notice I'm struggling to maintain both relationships. I try to split the time and talk to my man throughout the day and during my lunch. And at night I will FaceTime while I also have... Okay, it's really, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Come on. 
Lord. Okay. I'm sorry, homegirl. Okay. Basically, she's trying to split the time between her man and her cousin, and she also has a six-year-old child. Okay. Right? So she feels overwhelmed by the constant time she has to give her cousin and her husband, as well as her child. Recently, she decided that she needed more time for herself, um, so she hasn't been answering the phone as much. If her cousin calls, she'll say something like, I'm busy at the moment. I'll hit you up another time. Um, so... Now I got to just read it straight yeah, through. I'm trying to read it. I'm trying to paraphrase because it's read it. Okay. So if I decided the next day I had some time to be on the phone without constant interruption, she won't answer just because she texts her that, that she'll call her the next day. So she's upset. She's the cousin feeling some kind of way. Like I'm not answering now because yesterday you was I'm, busy. Right. Okay, so here she goes. She says, long story short, she texts me. Why do they always say long story short? And it still be long, y'all. Y'all be saying long story short, and it's still long. So she says, long story short, she texted me last week telling me to make sure I call her that day. I text her back saying I can try, but no promises. That day, I had a very long work day, and her, me and my husband got into a stupid argument. It was her child's first. I want to paraphrase it so bad. It was my child's first day of virtual school, and I was exhausted by my day when I reached home. I went to my deck, smoked a spliff, and literally <laughs> fell asleep on top of her covers. That's how you know I was tired because I can't sleep without covers. Anywho, next morning, I gave her a call in the morning on my ride to work, and of course, she didn't pick up later that evening. She called in the middle of me having some fire makeup sex with my man. And after I rolled over and was knocked out, she left a voicemail saying how selfish I am and how I always act mad funny. At this point, I'm just fed up. I absolutely love my cousin, even though she is the total opposite of me, but I am starting to feel brought down. At this moment, she doesn't have a job and isn't in any serious relationship, and she tends to make the same mistakes over and over again, no matter what happened to her and complains about the things she goes through. But in all actuality, she puts more focus on the things that will hurt her versus the things that will that will get her to climbs. Maybe. New heights. <laughs> We're going to say climbs heights. Okay. So she complained a lot not about not having money or a job. So I asked her for her Indeed login and I will fix anything that needs to be fixed. She gave me her login and I instantly realized she don't care to look for a job. Her resume, <laughs> her resume looked like you put down whatever just to put something down. So I did read it. She redid her she re Yeah, she redid her resume and started to send her resume out every day for her. The hell? Girl. Um, basically. So then it says, I didn't say all of that to put a bad light on her, but just to give understanding. She wants us to have context, ladies. What type of woman this is. Exactly. But I feel anger and pain. But I feel her anger and pain, our problems are always placed on my shoulders, down her back. Mm. No matter how much attention and advice and guidance, it goes out the window. And I feel like, um, and I feel as though because of my, of my lack of friends and not having um, no form, maybe no social life, places her in situations where she can't manage giving her time to anyone but her husband and her child. So she's... Um, you keep, you're going back and I forth know, between her and it's making it the story weird. It's already kind of weird. No, no tea, no shade, homegirl. Yeah, but just, and I'm just trying to read it in her voice. It's really hard. You don't, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said that. Okay. Because I feel her anger and pain and problems are always being placed on my shoulders. And no matter how much attention and advice and 
guidance, it goes out of the window. And I feel as though because my lack of friends and not having no form of a social life places me in situations where I can't manage giving my time to anyone but my husband and child. So for that, I'm quick to take on a challenging person just to say I have friends to hang out with. Mm. I really need advice how to deal with my cousin's possessive attitude and or me being okay not having friends right now because I feel bothered that I'm 28 years old and I if I wanted to have a girl's trip, I can't. That's how it wraps up. Okay. So there's Ooh, a couple sorry, issues y'all. here. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Okay. It was tough for me. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, now we can do the paraphrase. paraphrase. Here's the tea. Her, she has a man and a family. She's a wife and a mother. She's been one for seven years. Damn near eight because yeah. she done been with this man this whole time. Okay. Her cousin is her close friend and they had a falling out over seven years ago, right? They've recon- re- reconciled in the last couple months. So the cousin hasn't been around the whole her, marriage exactly. or the child. She's new here. Very new here. And also we have to take into consideration that the cousin doesn't have a relationship. She doesn't have a job or anything to occupy her with her own life. Mm -hmm. So she wants her cousin to give her all of her time, time, all of her energy. And the cousin is trying, our homegirl is trying to balance out being a wife, being a mom and being a friend to her cousin. Yes. Because honestly, she wants all of it. She wants to have all of it. And it, like she says, she doesn't have much of a social life. And because of that, she's willing to do extra shit that she shouldn't do. To have some form of one. Yes. Because right now, if she wanted to call up a couple bad bitches, she could, girl trip, she could not. She could not. Woo! So she basically needs help. Okay. Deciphering so. if how to go about creating more balance within her friendship and her marriage or the friendship with her cousin. Um, or just call it a dub. Well, Mm-mm-mm. the cousin, boundaries. There needs the to cousin be. seems problematic because, first of all, we're not always going to be able to answer the call, answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And if you're calling back, if you're letting her know you plan to call back, you're busy right now, but you will be calling back, and you actually do follow through with that. Her calling you selfish is really unreasonable. And it is possessive. Like, you know that I am, Mary. You know that I do have a child. And I'm still finding time to to have conversations with you. And send out your goddamn resume. Update your resume. And you're calling me selfish? Sickening. That's when we, that's when we, that's when the request is unreasonable. Yes, you make time for your intimates. It requires some form of sacrifice. But the cousin's request is unreasonable. Right. Like, girl, no. No. And I just can't call you at the drop. If I if I can't answer, I can't just immediately call you back at the drop of a hat. And when I don't call you back on You're your not, time, yeah. it's not, it's like the conversation that needed to be had, it has lost value. Like either you want to talk when it's convenient for both of us or you don't. Yeah. You know, and, and this is, this is a sticky situation because I'm sure that you you need friendship to create a balance so that yeah, you don't feel like mandatory you're mandatory for sure. Right. Like you're drowning in this, you know, these roles, these roles, being a mom, being an employee. Although she says her husband's one of her intimates. He is. But, you know, the relationship different. is different. Yeah. She just said, if I want to go on a girl's trip, I can't even skirt skirt. She can't <laughs> even get up out of here. She's going to be going on a vacation. Yeah. She doesn't want that. Um. So, I mean, again, this this seems like a time to sit down with this cousin and let her know that 
I would really bring to her attention that we have not been um, around each other in seven years. Right. A lot has changed. And, she, and they were 21. Yes. That was about what another thing that I was going to say. You're 28 now. When the relationship dissolved for those seven years, you were 21. A lot has changed. And you've developed as not only a woman, but into a mother. Right. And into a wife. Right. So I would just have to let her know. I cherish our relationship. I love that we are not only family, but friends. And this bond means a lot to me. But I need you to meet me. Me, what's the song? Why don't you just meet me in the middle? You know that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Meet me in the middle, cuzzo. Like, yeah. there has to be a balance, and I feel like I'm drowning. I would just let her know how I would feel, not even about what she's been doing. I feel like I cannot balance both because it's an extreme amount of pressure on me to only talk to you when when you want me to yeah. and to only be available when you want me to. And I have other demands. Period. Like, I'm fucking a teacher too. I'm virtually school. I'm schooling my child. Like, hold on. I'm wearing a bunch of different hats. Yeah. I'm sending out your resume. And at that point, girl, you need to fill out your own resume. I can't God. be your career counselor, your friend, your a husband, cousin, a wife, your cousin, and a, a mother, teacher. and a teacher. It's too much on my plate. It's too much. It's too much on my plate. And she's a full grown adult. She needs to find something to occupy her time. Otherwise, you are going to have to separate yourself and be done with this. And just it'll be family. And I'll see you at Thanksgiving. And it is what it is. You I know mean, we only do that with the immediate. I'm just saying there has to be boundaries. This comes down to boundaries. It definitely comes down to boundaries. It comes down to boundaries and what it is that you're willing to tolerate from a person, no matter what their what their role in their proximity in relationship with you is. If it's your cousin, if it's your friend, if it's your fucking colleague, if it's your husband, there has to be boundaries placed on on these dynamics. Otherwise, you're going to feel like you're fucking drowning like you do. Yeah. And although we've said in previous episodes in this series that being a friend takes work. It doesn't have to be the, this type of work. Like, just like with the romantic. This feels like slavery. Just like a, with the romantic relationship. Like, we, when people say relationships aren't easy, that doesn't mean that they're unnecessarily complicated and you have to put up with toxicity just for the sake of having this relationship. No. We know when shit feels right. And it does not sound like the cousin is a right relationship at this time. And maybe that can change with some conversation and a little understanding and letting her know how you feel. I don't know if you've had a sit down with her and been transparent, um, but that's necessary. That's actually necessary because yeah. like, like we said, you're fulfilling all of these roles. You're trying to succeed at fulfilling all these roles and um, she's making it harder on you. There should be an element of flow in your friendships and I'm not seeing flow at all. In this dynamic, mm -hmm. there's zero. There's literally zero. So she would give. I got a headache just listening to the letter. I mean, it was. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's challenging. I'd be damned if my cousin came at me like this girl, or my friend. I would be, be like, like, "Girl, bye. You gotta chill." That was exactly what I was saying. Like, you gotta like, chill. I call. I would be like. I do that all the time. Like, I'm in a meeting right now. I can't. I'm going to call you when I'm done. Right. If I call you back and then you don't answer. On it, purpose. On purpose. Or you're like, never mind, you're selfish. Like, what do you want me to do? Drop everything. At the point where you and your husband were having makeup sex, what did she expect you to do? Hop off the dick and get on the phone? Yeah. Hop off the dick, hop on the phone. <laughs> like, damn, girl. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, 
I would have been like, girl, we were making up. <laughs> we were making up. We were making love. Have you ever heard that song? Jer oh, no, that's birthday sex. Uh, I was singing makeup sex. Have that you ever too, heard the it? remix? The makeup sex remake. Like, Get damn, somebody because you're in my on the phone. We're getting back makeup on one accord sex. and you're fucking creating. that song by The Dream? What? Make a bag. If you ever make the girlfriend mad. The girlfriend. Don't your, oh, if you ever make your girlfriend mad. Don't let your good girl go bad. Drop five stacks on the makeup bag. Drop, drop five stacks of course. on the makeup bag. Yep. Gooey, Prada, Airman, Spinny. Remember the remix I told you about? Uh-uh. What was that? That sicko mate. Uh-uh. Sicko. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Code name. Like, sicko. Code name, sicko. Uh, what was that? Fuck that girl like you never had. <laughs> it's the fucking that girl like you never had. For me. Fuck that girl, girl like, like you never had. had. Fuck, fuck that girl. Like Ooh, yep. <laughs> I'm in tears. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah. Fuck that cousin. <laughs> Period. Pooh, she ain't your sister. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his yeah. hands different. Oh, God. Man. Um. So, yeah. And you know what? Stay tuned because we got another next episode about making making new friends. How to make new friends, yes. That's next in the series. That's next up because we know that that's important. Like, it's tough making new friends as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can figure it out together. Yeah. So, this was a lighthearted approach. Yeah. Send in your letters. We'll be... um. Available to read more. And addressing him. And um, going from there. Alrighty. We'll see y'all later. New Patreon episodes are coming up. So if you want more tea. That's where the tea is going to be this next week. We're yeah. going to have our little check-in. Check-in is there. Alrighty. So that's it. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.